Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Oh, host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. And Alex will be here on Alex time, I'm sure. Yeah, you know how that works. It'll be Alex time. You know what I'm saying. We will be right back, kick things off the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. Yeah, easy there, gunpowder. Hey, at least you only took a week. Jayla was gone darn near a whole month. Poor Dan Rush. Anyway, we got some great things happening at Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. Read this, and you can add that cool DJ voice if you want to. It's 2020 closeout month at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. Giant discounts in 0% for 60 months on all remaining 2020s. You also get Walzer Care, a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty for free. Ah, music to my ears. I love the sound of a good DJ in the morning. But wait, there's more. For the first time ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and tell them Tommy sent you. I'll just cut out the last bit. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, a lot of people have heard us talk about community banking over the years. We've been doing these commercials. What makes working with a community bank so different for your customers? Our business banking customers honor us by sharing how we're able to help them on any new project, how we're able to quickly get them the funding they need when others in town can't do it. We do it by taking the time to get to know our customers and the challenges they face. When your business banks with us, you are not just another account number. One thing I've always admired about North American Banking Company is how your team treats not only me, but my friends and family that bank with you so respectfully. Tommy, thanks for making me look good, like my team does. As you know, I have a face for radio. We yes, take you do. <laughs> we take pride in doing the right thing for all our customers and the communities we work and live. That's what we mean about being a community bank. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, in the studios. It's wonderful. A little chilly outside. It's a little breezy. Just a little. Hey, but the final, the final hump. Pump of winter has, has passed. The ice is off Lake Minnetonka. Oh, is it really? Off. Wow. 
Well, it was 70 degrees yesterday. 72. Nice. Yeah, 72. Gone. And right. this morning I wake up and it's a nice crisp 32. Oh, you should have left <laughs> when I left when it was 30. Uh, oh, you got two degrees on me there, honey. You win. Okay, before we launch into it, I'm, I'm not going to read any news stories, but I want to read the headline. These are the headlines from today. This is kind of world we live in now. Okay, you ready? Newlyweds to blame for Palm Sunday church bombing. <laughs> I don't even know what that's about, but that's the headline. I think that was in uh, some country that doesn't love Christians very much. Oh, you think it was in... Uh... You mean America? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah you mean America. Ooh. Indonesia. Oh, it was in Indonesia? Yeah. Suicide bombers in Indonesia were married six months before attack in Makassar. Makassar, excuse me. Makassar. Yeah, they they, uh, they bombed a Christian church because you know those Christians are... Well, Christians are mostly white people, aren't they? In Indonesia? Well, I don't, I think, don't so. think so. I don't think so either. I, I think that, that would have been a, that would have been a so consistent population. In a, in a, they're minorities in some country. That's what what happens. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Very, yeah, oh. if you're the minority, it, it's true. Yeah. And it's and it's uh, melting down in Western Ethiopia. Well, none of Western Ethiopia. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, they are splitting up into ethnic lines and boom. We oh, are... Like it. We are Kind of start killing each other based on ethnicity. So yep. Russia's at it again. Everybody's oh, yeah. at it again. Oh, absolutely. Okay, second headline. Texas candidate. Yes, that's a body double running in bull ad. <laughs> or riding. Excuse me, riding in bull ad. Um, we're getting, getting there. South Dakota governor issues temporary fix on transgender sports issue. <laughs> well, either it's a fix or it isn't. It's going to be a temporary well, fix. Well, everything that you do with that kind of thing is just going to be... It's going to be a court battle. Everything. Well, that's true. Yeah, that is yeah. true. No matter what, no matter what side it's going to be on, it's going to be a court battle. Now, this this final headline is going to be very, very shocking <laughs> to you. The outcome of this final headline it's a shock. How Biden's first judicial nominees differ from Trump's. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be all what? skin color. I'm guessing. Yeah. What? Oh, should I check? I'll, ch- I'll actually click on that one to see where they're, where we're headed with this one. So you're guessing it's a racial issue. I'm guessing it's a racial issue, and also it's okay. going to have to be the most progress- progressive person that ever lived. No, see, I have I have a white son, so this this next part pisses me off. Okay, how Biden's first judicial nominees differ from Trump's subheadline: There aren't so many white guys for starters. Yeah, I can't take it anymore. The you self-hating pukes, what is wrong with you? And this is self-hatred. There's no question about it. You know what's so amazing about that? And again, this is, this is before most people's time, but I'm of the age to remember this, where I grew up. There, we used to discuss in, in school uh, how they shouldn't do this, but they do. I grew up around self-hating black people and self-hating Jews. I mean, that did happen back in the 1950s, the you know mid-50s, late-50s. And now we got self-hating white people. Did we, I mean, oh, I'm sure there have always been self-hating white people too, but I, I just, why do people want to do that to their families, themselves? Do you, do you get that? No, I don't. I, I can't see why. I, I just can't, I can't see why. I can see why you want to get rid of racism and you want to try yeah. to... Eliminate that sort of thing and love everybody, but I don't see why you want to hate yourself. I don't either. In in in, in an effort to do that, maybe so, they're a bunch of assholes. Well, it's a possibility. <laughs> I don't know. There's an outside chance that might be going on. Maybe they but... deserve to hate themselves. No, nope, no, assholes don't hate themselves. No, they don't. So that's, that's the problem. That's why they're assholes. Uh, yeah, that's very very there. true. 
You know who's an a-hole, though, is that Tim Lammers. I'm here to tell you. I'd say. I, I, I oh. love Dr. Basham's uh, observation about a-holes don't hate themselves because they're a-holes. That's right. <laughs> well, that's very <laughs> true. <laughs> so, Timmy, we got a couple yes, for sir. you today. You got some for us. We got a couple for you, Mike. There are some really good TV shows and movies out right now. Really good. Yeah, there, there really are. And the one I want you to see, but... Again, since you got back over the weekend, it was probably pretty crazy uh, to get into the theater. Is nobody? Yeah, we're going to see no. I'm going to see nobody on Thursday. What? Who's in that? Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Okay. And a bunch of other stuff. He is the star. And uh, Connie Nielsen, Christopher Lloyd, oh. uh, Doc oh. Brown. He plays um, uh, Odenkirk's father. Uh, you know, Odenkirk, uh, yeah, father, yes. Okay. He's, in a, he's in a rest home. But he employs a particular set of skills, much like his son, because his son, he's, he, uh, on the surface, he seems to be a nobody, but in a past life, he was an auditor, a.k.a. this last guy you wanted to see at your door mm. uh, before they got whacked. So it's a John Wick sort of movie. Yep. And uh, I was already informed last Thursday, Catherine, that you probably wouldn't do too well in a movie like this in the theater. So. Yeah, a little too, little, little violence. A little violence. A little, a little harsh. Just a little, just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so Insanely entertaining, though. Yeah. My God, is it an entertaining movie. Should, should I give you a clue as to who I'm going to the movie with on Thursday? Mike Bryant? <laughs> Oh, like once you give me a clue. <laughs> One of the few people that you actually do things Dr. with. Dr. Bash, are you going to go? You guys should uh, well, yeah, you know, Dr. make it a party, man. I uh, also get Sprintfall in there, too. Yeah, well, I, I might I might have uh, uh, social responsibilities at the office at that time. Oh, you got to fold socks. Uh, yeah, you got to fold socks. You're not That's a fan right, of those movies either? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I, that, that, that movie sounded very good. And there was another one, though, that was advertised. And uh, the storyline is uh, some guy uh, gets... gets uh, it's a similar kind of uh, plot line. He gets taken into the police department, and clearly he's not a policeman. And he just and he's out just for some vengeance and just to clean to clean the streets up. So it's a little bit of vigilante, but yeah, and he's just very efficient at it, like uh, just like the other one. So, mm. What's well, nobody was number one over the weekend, making a whopping. $6.7 million. Ooh, that is which is really good for the pandemic. Definitely. I mean, is it? For, for a lot of films, I mean, if they make $3 million, that's, that's a big deal. But this one did pretty well. Hopefully that's a sign that things are coming back a little bit. Yeah, that'll a little be bit. Good. Well, unless Fauci gets his way, he'll be wearing your mask for three more years. Yeah. No, well, you know, and the other thing I should point out is that they, they, they are open. Uh, the theaters are open in L.A. and New York now. And that makes a big difference. Oh, great. So, you know, I mean, it's really going to come down to uh, them opening wider, uh, you know, because of limited capacity. I think L.A. it's only 25%. Oh. Um, so, you know, uh, will it be back to normal by summer? I honestly, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't think it will because, you know, now Disney, um, their Black Widow movie with Scarlett Johansson, um, was pushed back from May to July, and even then it's going to be a theatrical slash premiere access on Disney Plus for an extra 30 bucks. So, 
you know, clearly they don't seem to have the confidence just yet. So I don't know. It's going to be a wait and see, I guess. I suppose there are people that are just not going to be ready to go back into the public eye until... I don't know, until I they think, feel comfortable, until yeah, the numbers are, yeah, like, yeah. practically zero, I think. I think that's part of it, and I also think that, I don't know what you would call it, a habit or a subculture or whatever, of, you know, movies now. I mean, theaters, that old 90-day window uh, between theatrical and video has been thrown out the window. Oh, yeah. And when you have a, 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 um, a studio like Warner Brothers opening day and date, you know, on, on HBO Max and theaters the same day, and you have Paramount squeezing the window down to 45, Universal right. squeezing it down to 17, wow. where now it's like 12 days away or whatever before you can see nobody at home. You know, uh, it's going to be hard to go back to the old ways, and people aren't honestly that game to go in the theaters when they they have an option to watch it at home where they know they're not going to get those sorts of distractions that you would normally well, get at the theater. Tom, like well, phones yeah. and yelling and right, eating right. and whatever. And You're a right. lot of people did invest in um, upgrading their homes and put in, you know, their yeah. own little theater room and all that kind of stuff right. during the it, pandemic because they were like, what else are we going to do? And, the, well, and that's another good reason. I mean, the, uh, for Christmas I got... Uh, my wife, um, a digital projector. She wanted one for quite a while. My son actually has the same brand as did the research, and not really that horribly expensive. And you would not believe the quality of something like that. I mean, we're looking at on um, one of our slanted ceilings an image that's probably 24 feet wide. Wow. So, I mean, it's like you're sitting in a small theater almost. So I can definitely see those sorts of investments, how that might change movie-going habits, too. And, and all the studios will have a greater profit margin because they don't have the a movie house as a middleman. Well, that's true. Uh, They'll be much more profitable. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, Terrible. when you got a movie like a Star Wars or an Indiana Jones, another one's coming out, or whatever, I mean, at least back in the day with the old Indiana pictures, um, you would get anywhere from, I mean, theaters would get anywhere from 80 to 90%, or if not even more, on that first weekend gross. So the movie theaters weren't making anything on those blockbusters. But after that first weekend, then, you know, that goes down and down and down and down to the point where it's practically nothing with the second run houses, you know, and that's where they made a lot of money, but they could also charge a lot less, too. You know, the $2. Tuesday theaters or five dollars mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, right. Because right now, I don't know what the last time it's been. I've been to one movie in the past year. That was a screening, so I can't even remember the last time I actually paid for a movie. But I don't know ten, eleven bucks. How much does it cost in the Twin Cities? I don't know, but I got taken deep on the vault by uh, by Voodoo. What? You know the movie The Vault. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I reviewed that last week and I recommended it. I mean, what happened? I so I pre-ordered it. Cost me nineteen dollars. The day it came out, it was for rent for six dollars. They took me they, deep for thirteen see, well, can't bucks. You get baby. a hold of them and say, "Hey, man, exactly. well now you own it, right?" Or is it a nineteen ninety nine rental? Yeah, yeah, we own it. Uh, or you know what? I, no, you're right. It was a nineteen ninety nine rental, so I'll never get. I'll never see my thirteen oh, bucks again. See, that sucks. So you have. Well, to, did you did you watch the movie? No, not yet. So you have to keep in mind when the windows are. 
before you rent anything, right? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, for me, it's just kind of part of my brain now because I've lived it so much over the past year. You know, it's like, oh, Universal, 17 days. You know, Paramount now, 45 days. Right. Um, right. You know, so, yeah, really it is, is a part of that. And, you know, with the reviews on KQ and here, obviously, I do try to point that out because, obviously, there are people that aren't comfortable going into theaters. But if that option is there to rent it in 17 days, like nobody, all the Universal releases, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, I, I want to let them know that option. You know, I, at the same time, it's tough, though, because I want people to go to theaters, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. have friends that are theater owners and managers, et cetera, mm-hmm. and you, it, they've taken a big hit. Now, how much they've actually gotten with government aid, I don't know. But still, the, after the pandemic ends, it's not like the theaters are going to be packed again. This is going to be no. a long time yeah. for them to get back to speed. I, did they? Did Michelle actually have to close the Hopkins Man Theater? You know, I don't know that. God, um, you know, that. We're, we're buddies with Fred, who runs the uh, the Plymouth one. He would right. probably know. I, I I don't know, but yeah, I should reach out. I mean, yeah, the, uh, is the uh, one on the Theater, St. Louis Park one still open. The Hopkins Theater in Man closed in November, I think. Oh, it's never going. It's not going to reopen. I think that uh, no, was like I, a dollar one, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I said last week. Yeah. It was like a dollar yeah, theater yeah, that played older. It is, yeah, it's permanently gone. That theater. That's where I got well, kicked I had a friend, out for uh, Bill Wright, who I got to know because he was a KQ listener, and or is, I should say, but I got to know him because um, he owned the Malacca Theater. The oh, yeah, theater. sure. And sure. he had to shut down. He, he you know, even with the, oh, I mean, he went through all the protocols, et cetera, et cetera, and maybe had a crowd of 19 people one time. Oh. You know, it wasn't that much. So, you know, you can only <laughs> try for so long, and he tried a few months, but, yeah, he had to shut his down too, man, and that it makes me feel real bad. I, I visited the theater about a year and a half ago, um, and it's a nice theater. It reminds me of an older show house, which is kind of cool, the guy oh, yeah. I grew up with. Yep. Not a multiplex. Uh, and, you know, for a town like Malacca, I mean, and people around there, um, you know, it's a nice community gathering spot, you know? Um, so it's a shame. It's a shame that these, these uh, businesses, these theaters are, are going out of business. Yeah, because, I mean, seeing a, a blockbuster film or like an Indiana Jones, right. it really is a better experience at a movie theater. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Much better. For some people. For some people. I have a question. Well, you know, yeah, like you're saying, I mean, Andy and, and, and uh, Ralph are talking about, uh, for some people, because you don't know what kind of crowd you're going to get in there. You're not going to know if they're going to be yakking on their phones or texting or the lights going off on their phone or whatever. It, it, yeah, it can be a great experience, but it can also suck, even with one person there that is that shouldn't be there. Well, then if that's the case, can you go out and say, hey, can I uh, just get a rain check on this? It's been terrible. I have to leave. These people are being too loud in there. I think you actually, you can. You can, I think that, yeah, in in the past you can. I certainly know that people have left theaters complaining about the noise or, or or I shouldn't say noise, but, uh, you know, if the soundtrack was too low or whatever, any any part of the presentation that wasn't up to, you know, didn't, um, live up the snuff, they, they, you could go and ask for a refund. Huh. So I have a question. I have an idea uh-huh. here. See if you guys like this idea. Why don't the movie theaters sell memberships, like, say, to a golf course, a membership <laughs> where, where you go to see movies, 
I don't know how much the uh, the fee is per month, uh, maybe a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks a year or something like that. And you have to be a member to get into the movie theater. You have to put your phone in a Faraday cage when you go into the movie theater. If you're caught eating stuff from outside, you know, making too much noise, you get the hook. I think if you sold memberships to movies, I would. I'd join in a minute. A membership to a movie theater would be phenomenal. I think most people would think that's a little too elitist. Well, elitist. It's ex- not elitist. Exclusive, <laughs> and you not, know, it's not exclusive. You don't want to come. You don't have to come. Just, well, I think Alex has a point, though. You know, somebody's going to scream that crap yeah. once yeah. that well, happens. Yeah. But if, you know what? In a way, you already kind of have it if you with these private screenings. Absolutely. Well, you could also you could say that it's just between certain hours. And certain days, not right. like every single thing has to. Mm. You have to be. Long, you have to be a member. No, nope, you got to be a member. You get out. Well, you're look, out. I mean, something's going to have to be done. If business doesn't pick up, yep. they're going to have to reinvent the model, and uh, and theaters and, and studios are going to have to help them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and that is being more friendly with the cut that they get. I mean, because pretty soon enough, I mean, movies are are sold on. The people that are in them. Um, right. and you're not going to have movie stars anymore soon enough if everything is available on Netflix or streaming right. or whatever. Right. So, you know, it's it's a business. It's the movie business. And I guess one thing I didn't like was how the studios could push out their product during the pandemic in different sorts of ways. Mm-hmm. It pissed off the theaters. But as far as I could see, they didn't do much to help the theater. No. Right? No. So that that sucks. And I think that they have to realize whether they like it or not, and they better start liking it soon, they're a partner. One can't survive without the other. I have a question. Well, I guess they could. If if theaters are gone, yeah, then they could survive on the small screen. But right now, the model as it is, one can't survive without the other. And they better, Hollywood better wake up to the fact of that soon. You know, when I was a little boy, I was under the impression, and it turned out I was absolutely wrong, but then I asked, well, wouldn't that be the right way to do it? When I was a little boy, I thought the movie makers owned all the movie theaters. I just thought it was part of their business. They would make movies, and they'd put them in their own theaters. That is odd that they didn't do that. Why didn't they do that? That's very bizarre that they didn't do that. Well, it it could happen, though, now. Now it could, yes. if you look at, with Netflix and Amazon... Uh, purchasing theaters where they exclusively show their own products. That's I right. I see that happening. See, it's exactly what I'm talking about. And I didn't even know they were doing that. It's a, When I just said we should sell a membership, well, apparently that's what they're doing already. Yeah. I didn't even know it. It's a good idea. And the movie theaters made a big mistake not owning their own theaters. Why wouldn't you put it in your own theaters? You'd mm-hmm. make millions of dollars more. Yeah, um, it's weird because... I mean, having a theater, if you're a studio and you have your own theater, you don't exactly want to show your competitors movies in your own theater, do you? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> it's a weird quandary, I guess you could say. And I, I really fear that this streaming service is going to be like the video business for drive-ins. Yeah. It's over. Put a fork in it. Done. They're going to be, you know, one-fifth the movie theaters, uh, yeah. and they're just going to just evaporate eventually. Because oh. I, I, I just, I just it just seems bad. there's too many parallels to this whole whole deal. But it's getting so expensive to stream. It is like three hundred bucks a month. Yeah, and they keep all. raising and raising and raising prices. We don't need them all though. We get by fine with just one. What, which one is that? PBS Disney Plus. 
Oh, Disney Plus. I love and Disney PBS Plus. PBS Plus, all access. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right now, to me, the essentials are Netflix, Disney Plus, and uh, I tell you, I'm really loving HBO Max. Yeah, it's really I good. Re- they yep. got a huge library. But, you know, okay, so let's let's stretch it to five. Hulu. Yeah, Hulu, And yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else as far as movie or TV. There's oh, Amazon, well, Amazon. Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime Video, yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. So you, so you so you do the accounting, you do, do the spreadsheet. Well, how much is that per month for those five? Well, it's difficult to tell with Amazon because obviously you pay your hundred twenty a year and you get all the two day right. free shipping stuff. So I almost take that one out of the equation. So um, let's say if you did a bundle package with Hulu, because they they do have a bundle package um, Disney where you can get Disney Plus, ABC. And ESPN, right. ESPN for fifteen bucks, fourteen bucks. Okay, so there you got that. Um, HBO Max is fifteen, so we're up to about twenty nine or thirty. Um, Netflix is fifteen, so that's another so forty five. So forty five. Okay. And then you're then you need your uh, uh, broadband access, and that's probably hundred bucks a month. Yeah, depending yeah. on the speed. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, and then you gotta, and then you have to pay for rentals of the movies. Right. <laughs> you gotta pay to rent the movie in a lot of them. Or buy the movie. You have to pay if you don't want ads. Yeah. And you still tough. get ads, even if you pay for ad. Right. Ad-free but the stuff. streaming services. I mean, if you went with just those three, that 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 bundle includes Disney Plus and ESPN. I mean, and Hulu, Netflix. HBO Max, and there was one other one. Uh, Forty-five bucks. Yeah, Tom was right. Month. It's three hundred dollars per month. It's three hundred bucks a month. Just, <laughs> that's, 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 that's slice it up. It's I mean, it's thirty-six hundred dollars a year to watch TV, which used to be free, and it still is if you get that digital antenna. But yeah. even that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I, I got. I can't even get NBC on that. But the thing is, with a with a um, Roku stick, you got the uh, local app. Or right. the NBC app. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you so do. you can get it that way. Go so Roku. really, you almost don't even need a digital antenna anymore as long as you got a Roku or a Fire Stick or whatever you use. You know, I got to tell you something, because we got to take a break in a minute anyway, but I was born at a very bizarre time. Ralph and I are the same age, and we'll tell you, when we were little children, there was no television. There was television, but nobody had a television. Right. We were the first ones, I believe, in 1954 at 1200 Spruce Place to get a TV, and people would flock to our house on Friday nights to watch television. And now, you know, just a couple of decades later, people don't even watch TV anymore. Broadcast television is in huge trouble because <laughs> nobody watches it. Well, it's like the days of huddling around the radio with your family yeah. to listen to radio shows. Yep. No one does that anymore. And, nope. You know, it's like the plays in the public square. They don't do that. Just entertainment changes. People stop caring. No, it's very, very true. But that was a big deal to sit around the TV on a Friday night with the family and watch, you know, whatever was on. Of course, the Ed Sullivan show on Sunday nights. Boy, that was a, oh, they got to watch Ed Sullivan on Sunday night. Yeah. It was huge. Well, huge appointment deal. television, as it's known, it just doesn't exist anymore. No. Because, yeah. yep. again, yeah. uh, you can get your CBS programs on uh, Paramount Plus the next day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hell, just wait, wait a day. I guess that's it. I should have waited a day to buy the vault. I know that. Cost yeah. me 15 it's a great movie, though. I, I really hope, the, I don't know if you're going to think it's worth 20 bucks, but uh, yeah, it was definitely a surprise for me. 
Well, T-Bos as the T-shirt sorry. said down in down in Key West, I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty. That's <laughs> still the funniest thing I've ever seen, and they loved it. The gay owner of the place just loved the T-shirt. He thought it was. Isn't that funny? I said, Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> we got to take a break here. We'll be right back more with Tim Lammers right after this with the family. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, and use promo code TOM, T-O-M. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with Tim Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> right. Shamalama I still love that from, what was that, from Animal House? Like to do our new song, Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> the things that, that are in your head. Did they play it again at the Dexter Lake Club? The Dexter Lake Club, that's exactly right. <laughs> the the Dexter Dex- Lake Club, baby. <laughs> and how about that guy reaches his hand out to ask the young woman to dance, and his hand's about 15 times bigger than her hand. It's like, well, we dance with your dates. I mean, dance with your dates. <laughs> phenomenal. God, what a great scene. I'm if you get a chance, and you probably have already, because there's more than one of them out there, but to hear uh, all the cast members, I should say sadly surviving cast members, yeah. um, and John Landis talk about the making of that movie, oh. it's just hilarious. 
I mean, it, what a what a great movie that really holds up. But how long before that one goes away? Oh, uh, it's not going to No, no I've way. I've never seen it. You, you'd hate it. I hope not. It's oh, like yeah, you'd hate the it. The only time I, uh, when I hear Animal House, I think of Andy. Animal House. House, uh, house, 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 house. house. Um, just one scene alone when a college-age boy is having sex with a 13-year-old girl. Well, that's yeah, rape. So she yeah. brings her home and she's passed out and she's in a shopping cart. Yeah, brings her home a drunk in a shopping cart. It's definitely uh, rape. Yeah, it's probably not funny. So, so, so was that movie? Was is that a movie a bit like Caddyshack, where a large part of it was uh, ad lib? I wonder. I, you know what? I, I think so. I mean, but, you know, you had some really smart people behind that. You had all the National Lampoon people, obviously, you know, but uh, Harold Ramis. Right. Who was the guy that was in it that uh, it was a smaller role and then he ended up jumping off a cliff? Oh, it was uh, Doug Kenny. Yes. It was Doug Kenny brilliant? I think brilliant. he had a hand in writing it. Oh, he almost uh, wrote almost Ivan all Ivan Reitman, I think, was involved. I mean, yep. really smart people. Apparently the cafeteria sign was, scene was entirely improvised. Oh, was it? Uh, the food but fight? That's about we it. spit the food in everybody's face. Yeah. <laughs> that's real nice. Right. Wow, this sounds like a really great film. You'd hate Just that movie. so sweet yeah, and inspiring. It's so 14-year-old boy. It's not even funny. I mean, it, on every front, that thing would be offensive. Oh, no. yes. Uh, literally, I don't know if they could show that There's anywhere There's no way anymore. you could show that. Anymore. Probably not, I wouldn't no, think. No, people's heads But you explode. know, with the pandemic last you know, summer, with the drive-ins opening and stuff, you did see Blazing Saddles oh, yeah. up really? here and there. But that was written by Richard Pryor and Mel Brooks. So, yeah, it doesn't matter as a different standard today. Uh, well, you may be right uh, well, about that. Yeah, well, you know, we still, we still tolerate that. Uh, uh, Billy Crystal in blackface uh, with Jesse Jackson. We yeah. tolerate that. So he yeah, got, you know, true. black person. You know what, though? The last time he did that was, and, and the reason it was the last time, because people called him out on it, it was yeah. during the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did a skit, and he did it, and that was it. And I, I don't know how long ago, he stepped in for somebody. I, mm-hmm. I think Eddie Murphy was supposed to host it, and then he dropped out relatively close to the time of the ceremony, so then Billy came in. Um, but, yeah, so that was it. Timmy, can I ask you a question? I'm asking everybody at the table the question, too. Um, I heard that Saturday Night Live is doing so poorly now it might get canceled. Well, you know, it's funny enough, I was listening to the morning show podcast and I heard Evans talking about it. Right, right. And how long? I mean, how long could you go on like that? I mean, obviously, you're you're sinking a certain amount of money into producing it. Oh, yeah. And if nobody's watching it, that means the advertisers are going to say, hey, I want to advertise for less. I mean, it's going to be a money-losing deal at some point. And, and, and again, let's just be honest. It just isn't that funny. It's I think, not funny you know, at all. For me, um, you know, the, the funniest one in years to me was when Eddie Murphy came back to host. And that might have been a last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Um, other than that, it's just this one-note political thing. Yeah. Yeah. And is, was, was uh, what's his name, Alec Baldwin, funny as Trump? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think he was perfect. Right. But it just let's beat the dead horse over and over and over and over again. And, and 
soon enough, people are going to say, you know what? I know what I'm going to get. Forget it. What, why waste my time tuning in? 18 to 49 demo got a 1.5 rating. Oh. Yeah. That's brutal. That's not nobody. What's that for millions of, uh, what? It's hard, to, it's hard to say, but they, they might have the numbers on here. Do you think it's even a million? 1.5? Is 1. that even 5 a million people? And that, yeah, that's rating, not share. That's yeah, rating, yeah. Well, know. we were talking last week about how the talk shows were, some of them pulling in less than some a million. Some of them were less than a million, yeah. yeah they were. Well, I thought about talk shows more <clears throat> after you had that conversation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of talk shows, I don't think people tune in and watch the actual show but that is one of the most shared clips online situation well that's all astroturfing yeah so it's like you they a lot of people see clips from talk shows oh yeah they're shared a ton on social media but but no one tunes in to watch the actual show so i'm like well that's probably how um cordon's deal got so big by carpool karaoke oh yeah he's huge online but i've never seen his show once yeah i would never tune in to say oh carpool karaoke is going to be on tonight because you know you're going to get it the next day yeah not the same night yeah exactly so it's like i have a question for you guys about that if i were an advertiser i wouldn't let them run that the next day it's like i paid to advertise on your show what are you doing running my clip on the internet i paid for that People point, probably. Tommy. I never it. thought about that because all of a sudden on YouTube, they run the ads they want to run. That's right. Yep, that's they exactly do. right. YouTube's a dirtbag outfit. Well, they still run ads. Yeah. I not don't know. that. Not yeah. in that social media not, clip. If that's what yeah, you're passing nope, around. They run ads. Nope. Just yeah. yeah. I don't know why they let them get away with that. Yeah, I wouldn't. that is amazing. I never thought of that. That yep. is amazing. That's right, because yeah. you, as an advertiser, you you're, you are in essence subsidizing the production yep. and uh, of that, and you, and to a certain extent, uh, virtually own it. <laughs> and to have it just free the next day online, I would, I would. So what should happen is, yeah, you want to watch this, but you're going to watch my commercial yep. before you watch. You this. are a hundred percent. I ain't paying for it on YouTube either. There's probably got to be a uh, right. level be of tolerance sort of, of it yeah. because it somehow gets people to watch yeah. the show. It probably keeps it alive. But they don't. I mean, it's what Alex is talking about. They don't go back and watch the show at all. Oh wow, talking yeah. about uh, TV numbers on the Hollywood Reporter here. Uh, who wants to million? Who wants to be a millionaire? Point uh, six. Oh. In the eighteen to forty-nine demo. Batwoman got a point one six. Batwoman. Don't even know that Batwoman was on the show. Exactly. There you go. Charmed. Point zero nine. Oh God. Charmed came back. Yeah, apparently. Good to know. That's the thing is that no one painful. watches these TV shows. How are they coming back? And like, how are they getting advertisement? Yeah, what, I don't what's, understand. What's the they're, viewership of The View? They're pumping in all of these I'd say probably here comes the a million and a half. brand new TV shows yeah, well, that barely yeah. no one yeah, I, watches. I, it's I, like When they had Ron Jeremy on The View, I said, oh, you know, this is God, not credible that's TV. That's pretty sad. True. I don't was know. that? Was this before his arrest? Oh, I, I, I don't know when, where it was in, in his uh, criminal uh, timeline, but he, he <laughs> had criminal timeline. But he he <laughs> had like he, he had released the best of his pornography or some such oh, thing yeah. like that, oh, and he God. was on the View, and I found it nauseating <sighs> that they would have something like that, that I know. on there. I mean, it just no, made true. no sense to me. These women who were like, "Oh, we want to protect women," and, and this they're just subjugating women. And he had 
have a porn star on? Made no, it was completely uh, inconsistent. The only thing I ever see about I I don't think I've watched. I think I've maybe watched a portion of one of those shows. I just am not a daytime TV what, watcher. Ron, Jer- Ron watch Jeremy, or The View. Either one. Oh, Either I- one. <laughs> I'm just not into it. Call Ron Jeremy and said, this is not for me. <laughs> so, this is not for me, I'm I, telling you. But on, on Twitter, constantly, it's like, Joy Behar said this, I and know. they're having God. a battle, and this person's leaving the show because she's a white oh. supremacist. It turned into a soap opera. Blah, 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 It's a soap blah, opera. Blah. It's a soap opera it cross. And it's I'm a like, soap opera watch with, this? Soap opera cross with a talk show and professional wrestling. It's true. It's what it is. Oh, uh, that's what TV is now. It's all professional. And, and how these shows. women are all of a sudden experts at everything oh, that yeah. society is supposed yep. to be doing when they were they're actresses and comedians. They don't even have any credentials to be spouting out about what America should be. I, have a I just don't for get you. it. Just on a bat because you just said something. I can't. Did they didn't actually call Sharon Osbourne a racist? Did they? Uh, there was a big brouhaha so about she's a, it on she's a Twitter. She's racist now just because she defended her she friend. She likes, yeah, yes, Pierce Ugh. Morgan. She's defending oh, yeah, a friend. She defended Pierce Morgan, and that makes they went help. insane. Yeah. Oh, they went God. insane. I mean, you have to think about the kind of person who watches The View, though. It's uh, you know, it's well-to-do white women yeah, that's who true. really, really want everyone to know how virtuous they are. That's literally all they care about is telling everyone true. how great they are and getting praise on social media. So, you know. There's it, that audience, but now all of a sudden this is a international news story, though. So oh, they kind want of it to be. Shoving it our way now, too. Yeah. The so, View got 3 million total viewers during sweeps. So, 3 million total? Yes. For how many days is that? Uh, I think it's the month of November. Yeah, sweeps is a big. I mean, that's that's a good month, three three and a half weeks or a month. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a total of three million viewers. Uh, yes. Well, wait. It's averaged three million total viewers. Oh, per per day, I per show. Thanks. So. That's more than I thought. Oh, of. yeah. But that's that during makes sense. sweeps, though, which has always been like you know they always inflate the numbers during sweeps yeah, because they, they always they always manufacture some controversy so everyone tunes yeah, in that's true. because it's sweeps that's been a meme for 30 years well this is during a pandemic when people are home and can that watch too. the view but <laughs> still three million people is one one hundredth of the country no it's not and huge. everyone's not acting like what now. happens on the view matters on the global scale it's like no it it matters to one out of 100 people. You know what I like? That my morning show has higher ratings than some net- network TV shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. That's all I have to say. Well, they are all a bunch of sanctimonious assholes <laughs> well, on that really show. Are. My God, they're insane. That everyone terrible. Ha- that's the thing. It's everyone hates them. And yet, apparently, one out of 100 <sighs> people still watch them. But it's what you were saying. It's the sanctimonious yeah, a-holes that's true. Know, oh. wonderful a-holes. No, not one out of 100. It's we one out of 1,000 or one out well, of 10,000. Well, look, 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 look at it this way. It used to be sex cells. Now it's hate cells. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hate cells. It's what gets people watching. I still Would well, you explain this to me? And I'm, again, I'm asking all five of you this. <laughs> You want to go after me, and I'm horrible, and Tom sucks, and blah, blah, blah. Why do you have to drag Catherine and Andy and Alex into it? Why do you have to ruin their Where lives? Where you too? go, we go, honey. I know, right down the tube. <laughs> right, right down, down the toilet. The hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part that pisses me off. It even affects Alex's children. It's not a good thing that you do that to people. What does this puzzled look? 
I don't, I don't know. You this, don't know what? The whole, the, I know you think that if somebody calls you a racist, they're calling your mom, your brother, your sister, your aunts, your uncles, your kids, your grandchildren, your cat, your dog a racist, but mm-hmm. I don't agree with that at That's all. That's not what I'm saying at all, but it is going to cost your children money because I don't make the money doing voiceover anymore. Their inheritance will be less because of this. So it does affect them. Well, well, it's all I, everyone's but, harping on right now is generational wealth. So yep. technically, it's exactly what I'm, why it's, I'm talking about. Yeah, if gen, if impacting general race, generational wealth is a bad thing, then it's a bad thing. So yeah. well, there you go. I, I guess you're guilty how it too. Now. somebody to say, look, you know, don't don't bring my mother into this because, especially because she instilled the values in me. You yep. know, so if yep. you're calling me this and and assuming yeah, she point. was that. You know, I could see how that would piss you off. I don't know. If someone called you a racist, I wouldn't think they were calling me a racist. You start laughing? No. I mean, I wouldn't. Th- I no, no, no. no, no. It's, 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 it's the opposite. If someone calls you a racist, Alex, then your mother's a racist. Catherine's a racist. I don't That's agree with the, that at all. Well, people do. People but, do mistake uh, one person for another when they're in a group of people. Oh God, they do. Yeah. Oh, constantly. Yeah. I know, but like Andy... No. You're a you love computer games. I don't love computer games. It's the same thing. No, it's not no, being it's treated a- being treated by the the culture in a bad way. That well, again, that headline. Oh, you, I don't think you were here when I read the headline. Uh, President Biden's uh, nominees are much different than Trump's. And then I read the subheadline. It's like no nowhere near as many white men. It's like, Jesus, can you let anything go anymore? Is that going to be possible? I just, and I don't understand how you can condemn an entire race of people. We've already done that several times, and it never worked. Why would it work now? It's getting them a whole lot of power, that's all. Oh, God, they get a lot of power now. But it's still white people running it. That's what makes me laugh about it. That doesn't matter. It's still old white people that are running the show, but somehow that they're better old white people. the people who listen to them are too dumb to know better. So. Well, I think you're absolutely right about that. It's like, you know, trillion-dollar megacorporation says workers' rights. It's like, oh, okay. How about giving me one of those trillions of dollars that you have? Oh, no, you uh, want to keep all of those? That's interesting. Workers, right. Yeah, Billion-dollar Ivy League university says communism is good while they hoard their gold <laughs> in a cave. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's true. Oh, that's exactly what's going on, it and everybody's is. like, it "What? Is. That's true. not yeah." Everyone's like, "Oh wow, yeah." Harvard believes in communism just like me. They must be one of the good guys. <laughs> Meanwhile, they could a buy joke. a country if they wanted, but no, they'd rather just keep on stacking those bills up. <clears throat> that's right. Well, people don't somehow notice these things. No, they do. I'd like to ask Ralph a question because I brought this up in the morning show. <clears throat> I've been on THC now for three years, and I went to Florida, and THC in Florida is one-third the price it is here. Taxes. What is that about? But that's not the answer. That's not the only answer. They had every opportunity in the state of Minnesota to to pass flour as a... Uh, you know, a means to get THC to people. Flour? flour? Like wheat flour? No, it's it's the flour of the cannabis plant. I guess. But. That's oh, the butt. It's the butt. Yeah, it's the butt. Right, okay. it's the butt. I was going to okay. say flour. You cannot use bud or flour to make THC in Minnesota. You can't sell flour in Minnesota. Why? It's Why? one-third the cost of other THC. Because they just said, oh, well, we don't want to do that. You want to talk about cutting poor people out. There. 
was some hanky panky, I believe, with the Dayton no doubt administration about it. No and question the Bachmans or something. They were trying to get the Bachmans to be able to have the Andrew. soul. And there was Andrew another. On. There was like a whole little yep. triad of oh. corruption, I think, going yeah, that, on oh, yeah. there. Feudalism. Yeah. The rich families were going to yep. control That's the exactly yep. what happened. That's and then let me tell you something. You happening. keep talking oh, in Minnesota how about, oh, we got to take care of the poor. we got to take care of the poor. The poor can't sleep because you won't let, let them use flour for one-third the cost of using the rest of the plant. So in, in Minnesota, it cost me $660 a month for my THC to sleep. In Florida, it cost me 190 because they use flour down there. Yeah, of course. We, well, you use the fl- you use the flowers because that's the highest concentration of THC. Right. I mean, it, right. it, it, it drips out of this stuff. I mean, it, it, they're just it is loaded with it, and that's why you, I think that's what hashish is. Hashish is just the flowers the flower. that are yep. that are yep. crushed into a yep. into a brick. I mean, Tim, you know that you would know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, heroin. Yeah. He's smoking some right now. <laughs> but here's what I'm saying: the very people who sit there harping on, we need to do something about the people of color. We got to do something about the people. Well, you cut them out completely because a lot of people of color are very poor, and you won't let them sleep because you won't let them use the cheaper plant. Or you you won't let scam them scam artists. Well, so you what won't. do they use? They use the leaves. Yeah, they use, yeah, they use the leaves. leaves. Yeah. It's like ditch weed, maybe. Yeah. It's like ditch weed. Yes, that's basically going to cost a billion dollars to process it because it's so impure, right? Well, but it's not ditch the, weed. Yeah, there's not as much THC in it. I mean, right. it's just it's, so you have to buy pretty, three times as much yes. to get. Yeah. And then you How have to is this all going to change with? I mean, isn't there legislation to le- make it legalized They're for um, now, yeah. recreational use? Is yep. that going to make a difference? I would hope so. But but all the very same people who harp on, we have to do something for poor people and the people of color, you had a chance to, and you pissed it down your leg because you didn't want them to get, get, gain access to THC. What other reason would you cut them out like that? Uh, that's all I'm saying. The very oh, people who are, power. The, the very people who are standing on TV telling you how wonderful you are because you're a person of color, they're the same people that are holding you back. So when are you going to stop believing these pukes? Come on, right? That's right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame that you know, they turned a blind eye to people who may not be able to afford it. Because if you're going to buy it, if you, if, you if you want to have a mind-altering experience, you can drink. Yeah, maybe right. you smoke a cigarette. I mean, like a nicotine can give you a little bit of that too. But then marijuana is is, going, is becoming socially acceptable as part of that as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if you can get a cheapo vodka, you should be able to get a cheapo joint so that you can relax a little bit. You know, not, I, I'm more and more I'm finding that you know it's probably a better drug than alcohol. We'll know once it becomes generally available and people use it chronically for a long period of time, yeah. whether it gives you cirrhosis your liver, rot your lungs, or some such thing like that. It's right. been but being until used we know, forever. Uh, but not not <laughs> so quite not quite the same. Alcohol is really it's if you're drinking a lot of it, it's hard on you. And you trash yeah. your liver. I mean there's cancers associated with it. It's it's, it's well, hard on you. I personally know people if, that have been smoking pot for 40, 50 yeah. years. Oh, yeah. And, and it wasn't, and it wasn't uh, a clean product because no, it was, it was coming out of God knows yeah, where. God knows it where, yes. Terrible. God knows where. Yeah. So that's the other argument for doing this. The use of it will be safer if it is legalized. But not you're not using the whole plant. It makes no sense to me. Well, all. it makes no sense at all to do that. Okay, since this is the Tim Shamalama Ding Dong Hour, Catherine <laughs> will now close by telling Tim about two movies we watched, both phenomenal. I will tell you. I thought you wanted to tell him. Well, we watched Minari. Uh, okay. Loved it. 
Loved it. Lots of nominations yeah. for that one, too. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of buzz around it. Yeah. Tom was like, I don't know. I might be too tired to read a movie. I revealed this secret a long time ago. I'm so damn deaf that I watch everything with subtitles. So <laughs> reading subtitles for a foreign film is no big deal to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, it, it, it made no difference to me. Why, I'm, subtitles don't make any difference to me. I don't know why. They don't no, bother me fine. a bit. It doesn't bother me at all. But uh, it was a what a lovely movie. Really uh-huh. good. Just about a Korean family that moves to Arkansas to to live the American dream and they work their ass off. It's a wonderful. Not uh, no negativity, nothing about race, nothing about coming from a different being a foreigner, nothing about that. Hmm. It's just people working together to try to live to, to try to live the American dream. From Korea. Yeah, Stephen Yun is in that. He was in um, oh, The Walking Dead. He's good. So I'm glad to see he's getting a career after that because uh, I, I didn't like with the way they ended his uh, character in the evil, uh, not the evil dead, the Walking Dead. Walking mm. Dead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he not only he's nominated, but there's a, one is up for supporting and uh, one of the actresses in it. Uh, you know, it's up for everything. You know, picture, director, right. everything. Right. That little kid, David. Oh, God, is he, he good in so that movie. He was so good. Well, and there Rambo. was some thought that he maybe should have been nominated for supporting actor. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Tell him yeah. what, what what Grandma said to him, and then he said to his grandma at seven years old. Which one? There were many. Oh, you're so pretty. Because she, she doesn't speak a lot of English, just <laughs> oh, yeah. a little. Pretty boy, pretty boy. And he's, he's like, I'm not pretty. I'm handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Storms off. I'm good looking. Wonderful. (laughs) Uh, And the other movie, Catherine, we just watched a couple nights ago, and Catherine was like, oh, you know what else happened? Oh, that was a hard one. The father. Oh, Oh, that sounds horribly sad. I have to say, though, the acting in that movie was so amazing. Spectacular acting. I mean, at the end, when Anthony Hopkins turns into like a crying little something. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was just. Yeah, yeah, there's a line I think I would. Well, I'll say it. He was talking about his mom. Yep, he was talking yeah. about his mom. And that was tough. Man. Tough. Oh, Ooh. my God. Yeah, you know Very tough. Time. Well, and it just, it was just, it was so well done because it showed how the confusion of yep. somebody, yes. you know, coming down with dementia and how they, how they might see the world mm. and how we have no idea what they're seeing or thinking or yep. how things That's are true. unfolding for them. It yep. was very, very well done. And the acting was, well, who's the woman that played his daughter? Olivia. Uh, Olivia Coleman. She's, Coleman, her yeah. name. She, was she was in. So good. She, she plays uh, Queen Elizabeth in the last two yes. seasons of The Crown. Yes, and she she's a British actress that's been around for a long time, and she has got quite the range. Phenomenal. She's Phenomenal. A- um, and Tom, yes, as uh, we talked about on the KQ Morning Show, you told me a story about a friend whose uh, uh, mother who lived a very clean life all of a sudden threw the F-bombs down. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, getting uh, taken out to the ambulance mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. Yeah, you see Anthony all of a sudden dropping a few, too, don't you? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yes. we can laugh about that sort of thing because it's kind of funny, like you were saying. Um but it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it completely changes people. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, again, fortunately for me, I mean, both of my parents are gone. I didn't have to. Um, they didn't suffer through that. That's that good. would be incredibly yeah. tough. Timmy, another great performance is all I have to say to you. Well, fantastic. On Thursday, I haven't screened it yet. Otherwise, I would have told you about it. But uh, 
Kong versus or Godzilla versus Kong. Another one? How many are there now? 500? Well, I don't know. This is the newest well. remake, so I'm looking forward to it. I like Kong. I like the Kong picture better than the Godzilla picture, yeah. the new one. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm a sucker for that stuff, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, there are 36 Godzilla movies in total. <laughs> 36. It was pretty big in Japan. Only 36? Gojira. We saw almost none of them in America. Uh, I like Gojira. I do like it. (laughs) Timmy, we'll talk to you Thursday, Pally. All right. Have a great week, everybody. You too. We'll be back with our two special guests coming up, schmoozing, all of it with the family.